This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D I E T Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by The Splendid Table. This Thanksgiving, make sure that The Splendid Table podcast is in your kitchen. Yep, they're going to be covering all the bases throughout November. Life-changing gravy techniques. Everybody needs that. The annual Turkey Confidential live call-in show. I love that. Yes, me too. It's one of my favorite things on the radio um, or a podcast. Francis Lamb is going to be inviting Dory Greenspan. Oh, yeah. Samin Nosrat. Oh, yeah. Patty Hinnich. These are like all of my favorite people, and they're going to be answering any questions that you may have on Thanksgiving. The Splendid Table is the greatest. Listen at SplendidTable.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious and eat a lot of cookies and cream ice cream afterward. And this episode is about cookies and cream ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, happy American Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. Hope you're eating some delicious stuffing. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And as as heard on the show last week, and finish it off with some cookies and cream. That's what we're going to do. So, cookies and cream memory lane. Matthew, wait a minute. Yep. We have all these containers of ice cream sitting here in front of us, and it does not feel right to me to let these sit out of the fridge. You're right. Well, but I mean, some of the, like this Ben and Jerry's needs more time to soften. But the other ones we can probably, should we just jump in and start eating ice cream? Let's just jump okay. in and start eating ice cream. Okay. So wait, um, hold on. So are we going to kind of like uh, do a little, we're just going to kind of <laughs> eat them in no particular order and then and yeah, talk about them? Yeah. Ben and Jerry's, I got mint chocolate cookie, so I want to do that last. But otherwise, like, I don't feel like there's a real cheese plate. Hmm. Okay, the first one we're eating is Briars. Yep. With a B, which uh, advertises that it is now with 20% more Oreo cookie pieces. It's the kind that comes in the, um, like, rectangular quart. Mm-hmm. I do not like that this is called a frozen dairy dessert. I noticed that, too, and what I don't like it either. What is going on with that? I don't feel good about that. Um, I feel like this is... A solid bit of Americana. Yep. A lot of vanilla flavoring. Mm-hmm. Was cookies and cream a flavor that you would order as a kid? So this has a terrible fake vanilla flavor. Yeah, it's not good. As was once discussed on a previous episode of the show, perhaps the uh, the ice cream cones episode, I went through a, a long and storied orange sherbet phase as a child. And from then, I think I probably moved into like the chocolate ice cream phase. I was, I was like not really into ice cream with, with stuff in it. But then, 
I would say sometime maybe in my teens, I don't know, maybe in my early 20s, I got super into cookies and cream and I have never gotten super out of cookies and cream. Oh, interesting. It is still what I will order in an ice cream shop. So, oh, wow. Yes. To that extent. Big okay. time. I have never felt really strongly one way or the other about cookies and cream. What is wrong with you? I don't know. It's never, it's never a cookie enough for me. It's a perfect food. Uh, so hold on, wait. This one we're going to eat now, the Dryers one with yes. a D. So Dryers is one of the many parties that claims to have invented cookies and cream. Really? So I, I did a little bit of research. Oh, yeah. Tell us about this. Um, so compared to a lot of things that we talk about on the show, cookies and cream ice cream is not that old. Chocolate sandwich cookies have been around for a long time. Ice cream has been around for a long time. The earliest claim of cookies and cream ice cream is 1976 which is when it was claimed to have been invented by ice cream consultant Malcolm Stogo, S-T-O-G-O. But also, other claims are uh, South Dakota State University, Dryers slash Edie's, Bluebell. We're never going to get to the bottom of this. I don't care. Yeah, I don't either. Mm -hmm. So this one, Dryers, which is sold, I think, on the East Coast as Edie's. Mm -hmm. This one is the one we usually buy, and we pretty much always have a what is this is this a quart or a half gallon or it's a quart um i think it's kind of in between a quart and a half gallon oh yes it's one and a half quarts mm-hmm. anyway um this this one is almost always in our freezer at home but it doesn't have enough oreos this this is way better than so yes. so briars fucking sucks Let's Breyers let's just put it out there. Dumb. Every time I've gotten not this. just not just the cookies and cream. Every time in recent memory that I've gotten Briar's ice cream, it's terrible and I don't like it. Do you ever just feel like genuinely upset that these things are allowed to exist and take mm-hmm. people's money? Yeah, I just feel like PSA world buy dryers, don't buy briars. I know they seem like similar uh-huh. words, but they're different products. <laughs> Having said that, is dryers great? No, but no. it's much better. Wait, Matthew, let's let's go back to memory lane because so what you have written on the agenda here something you were going to mm. say. So a few weeks ago, we went we we took a, we had a grown-ups weekend in Vancouver, BC. It wasn't a weekend, it was one day. It was a grown-up day in Vancouver, BC. Mm-hmm, BC. Mm-hmm. Uh, grown-up day sounds weirder every time I say it. Um, <laughs> it but was, like it was me and Ash and Matthew and Lori. Yes, so we went up, we went to we the drove, beach. We drove up to a, Vancouver. Like a terrifying apocalyptic smoke day. Yes, the, it it was so smoky that there that the sun was this like glowing bright orange orb that you could barely see through the haze yep. and it was windy and it wasn't very warm but we had decided we were going to the nude beach yep we went anyway and matthew gamely took off all his clothes and ran like a gleeful child into the ocean it's the beach what are you gonna do it was adorable watching you run naked into the ocean is is one of the great joys of my life oh thank you <laughs> Um, I, I'll do it again anytime. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so, I mean, uh, Lori you, also was very game. You provide she, the ocean. She got, she got mostly naked. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're free living sort of people. You guys are, are, are true. Is it naturalists? <laughs> we're true naturalists. We, we, we voyaged <laughs> on the beagle. <laughs> yes. Naturists. <laughs> we spent a lot of time in the Galapagos. <laughs> Study. Did you know this guy Charles Darwin? Mm, I've I heard that he never was... ran into him. <laughs> Not sure who you're talking about. I heard that he had these great ideas. I I hear he had like amazing guns and like uh, you know. You mean his arm muscles? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like uh, he was a he was a naturist. The 
other day we taught June about the thing where you go like, which way is it to the gym? Or like, <laughs> Did you teach her sun's flexes. out, guns out? Well, yeah, we were telling her that sometimes people refer to their arm muscles as guns. Mm-hmm. And then it was just all really very dumb. confusing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Matthew, we went up there and I... So, oh yeah, we have so, not gotten to the... Anywhere no. near the point of this story Anyway, yet. we left here at like nine o'clock in the morning and it takes about two and a half hours to get to the border yep. and then like another half hour, 45 minutes to get into Vancouver. Well, there is a town called Bellingham Yes, that is about an hour and a half north of Seattle, pretty close to the... Not too far from the border. And I was like, guys, we have to stop here, even though it's like 1030 in the morning. We have to stop and have ice cream. Yes. However, we stopped on the way back. Oh, I usually stop on the way up. <laughs> It's okay. This is this is like a Rashomon kind of like everybody remembers the events a little Wait, bit differently. What was that word you just said? Uh, Rashomon is a uh, it's an Akira Kurosawa movie about like how uh, four people all remember uh, the events surrounding a murder very differently. God, this is like this is like the problem with memoir. Maybe it wasn't a murder. Any, I, I haven't seen it seen it possibly ever. Um, anyway, okay. anyway, but, but uh, the point is like you know the, the... that memory you know it's not it's not as trustworthy as we think it is. Oh, man. True stories. Yeah. So uh, on the way back from Vancouver, we stopped in this town, Bellingham. Mm-hmm. Um, we stopped at a place called Mallard Ice Cream. Because um, Molly and Ash I love it. saying that they have the best cookies and cream ice cream. Yep. And you know what? They have the best cookies and cream it ice cream. It is so good. It is the only one I've had where I felt like this is better than just eating an Oreo. Because that's what I want. Yes. I want the ice cream because I love ice cream. But I also want like undiluted chocolate sandwich cookie flavor. Yes. I want the ice cream to be good too. I don't want it to be just like BS, like weird frozen dairy dessert in between chunks of cookie. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, Mallard has been around in Ballard, excuse me, in Bellingham. (laughs) Ballard is the part of Seattle that I live in. Mallard ice cream has been around in Bellingham for quite some time. In fact, Brandon and I had it. Kind of ice cream shop, scoop shop. Yes, uh, we had Mallard ice cream at our wedding in 2007. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so yeah, if you are anywhere near Mallard ice cream in Bellingham, go have cookies and cream there. Even if you think you're not a big cookies and cream person. It will change you yeah. forever. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh, uh, when you said when you said Ballard, it reminds me that um, ever since um, Iris was little, I would uh, whenever we saw a duck, I would say, "Oh, look, it's a Mallard from Ballard," and I oh. I haven't been able to stop saying it. Oh, that's so dumb. Today's episode is brought to you by Joule Sous Vide. So Joule Sous Vide is a device that makes every meal easy. What and I is was it? recently okay, so it's a sous vide machine that you put it in a pot and it maintains the temperature of the water so that whatever you're cooking cooks to the perfect temperature every time. Ah, okay. And okay. so you may have heard of this sort of thing. Yes. I was hanging out recently with friend of the show Becky Selling It, mm-hmm. and she was at a retreat with some other food people, mm-hmm. and they had one of these Joule Sous Vide machines from Chef Steps. Okay. And she had never used it before. Um, But she's like, okay, I'm going to use this to make the steak for dinner tonight. And she looked at it and she's like, where are the controls? And it says on the the thing, download the app. So she downloads the, the app and you control the whole thing from your phone. She said she was in the living room hanging out with all the other people at the retreat having fun while also monitoring the steak and making sure that it cooked to the perfect temperature at the same time. 
That is incredible. Yes, the app thing is not a gimmick. It is, uh, it's magic. Well, and it also comes with hundreds of recipes, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Built in. So cool. So uh, if you want to get your own, go to chefsteps.com slash jewel and use the code spilled milk to get $15 off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E, code spilled milk. Jewel, perfect food every time. This episode is brought to you by Grove. Grove is a company that makes it easy to discover the best natural products to take care of your home and family. And they make sure you never run out of your favorites. Yep. I am actually starting to get low on some of the Grove supplies that they send. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to do basically nothing because they're going to make sure that I get what I need. Like I can look on the website. I can see what's scheduled. I can uh, say, no, I'm not ready for that. I can say, give me more of that. It is so easy. And then you're not like running around all over town and carrying back these like heavy bottles of 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 window cleaner. Yes, Nobody in fact, I was using around. window cleaner. You know what I use window cleaner for? I find that window cleaner is the best thing for getting like my stainless steel faucets and stuff. Oh, to, hot to tips. Hot cleaning tips from, oh, yeah. from host Matthew. Eloise over here. <laughs> has got you covered. <laughs> All right. Sign up for Grove Collaborative at grove.co slash spilled milk, and you'll get a $30 Mrs. Myers gift set for free if you order $20 or more. That's grove.co, not grove.com, just grove.co slash spilled milk. Here we go. So wait, Matthew, what is, so So you were in charge okay. of, of of the agenda for this episode. What right. have you done? So I just served up some vanilla. So okay. here's my, my idea is like, if you just smoosh some Oreos into some vanilla ice cream, is like, that going to be better than commercial? Am I doing it like in the style of, of like a kid making ice cream soup? That's what I'm doing. You can do whatever you want. Okay, so I've got, hold on. You're a grown up. It's an adult weekend. Oh, okay, this is so, so satisfying. So I'm using my spoon to yeah. kind of like mash okay. these Oreo bits that you crushed. Or did you slice these with a Yeah, chop I sliced them? them. I chopped them. Did you so, dice them? Um, I sliced, did you I sliced and diced them. I did not fold, spindle, or mutilate them. Mmm. 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 Oh, this is great. Yeah, pretty good. Wow, this is, this is really good. But part of it is that we've got so many mm-hmm. bits. This but, is delightful. I mean, that's that's our right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it's great. If so dryers doesn't, doesn't put in this many bits, you know, that's on dryers, not us. You know, I was talking with Ash about this yesterday because Ash shares my enthusiasm for cookies and cream ice cream. And I was like, do you feel strongly that there should be like sizable chunks that are like recognizable as cookie? Do you want that or do you want like more of like pulverized bits? What do you want? And she was saying that basically... In every single bite, there should be something that is a remnant of an Oreo. Absolutely. But then you should occasionally come across like a full-blown like little piece that you have to chew. I think more than occasionally. Mm. So I recently bought mm-hmm. another brand of cookies and cream a few weeks ago that was only tiny little dots. No. It was problematic. It was Well, that's a little bit like the the dryers one, which I like, but I want more Oreo. Mm-hmm. This is mm. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we took dryers, vanilla bean. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is great cookies and cream. Oh, by Make the way, ice cream. 
Cookies and Cream was the best-selling ice cream flavor in America in 1983 and has been in the top five pretty much every, ever since. What's the top one right now? Um, vanilla? I believe the top two last last most recent data I could find were chocolate and vanilla in that order, but who knows like what they're counting as ice cream sales. Will you scoop me some more? Yeah, but we, we also have one more ice cream. No, no. <laughs> no, no. So another brand that I have sometimes bought is Alden's brand, which is like an oh, organic I s- brand. I saw that. It was quite expensive, and it I is. wondered whether it was good. So Brandon and I used to buy that one, and we called it Hippies and Cream <laughs> because um, the the ice cream chunks were definitely not real Oreos. Mm-hmm. They definitely had like um, a slightly different flavor. Just it tasted... It was it was good, but it tasted less junk foody. I love junk food, mm-hmm. and it was fine. But the Oreos were always soft. Do you feel strongly about crunchy Oreos? So that's what I, I was just wondering. This because I like. I mean, I love the the homemade cookies and cream that we just made, but it's like all crunch, and I kind of wonder mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Like what? How I would feel about like taking half the Oreos, and, like mushing them in, putting it back in the freezer for a little while oh, so the God. Oreos would soften. I I realized this was something, the kind of thing they would talk about on our um, you know sibling podcast slash nemesis, the Sporkful. But uh, I do I do like the softness. It reminds me of an icebox cake. Hmm. 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 Um, but I think it gets to a point where like it, if it's been sitting around too long. Like the the flavor just kind of washes out. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. These are these are some serious problems. So recently, you and I traveled together to Yakima for a uh, yes. For we we spoke at the Washington Library Association conference. Yeah, that was really fun. That was super fun. Thanks to anyone who was there. There was a Dairy Queen right across the street from the convention center, mm-hmm. and the first thing that we did when we got there was we went to. Dairy Queen. Yes. Yeah. When we were like at the Red Lion Hotel, uh, which is right next to the convention center. And then like on the other side of the convention center is the Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. I kinda, I'm a big fan of Yakima now. Yeah. It was uh, my first time. It was my first time spending more than just like, like more than driving through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, the Dairy Queen was legit. Uh, I had a Butterfinger blizzard, which I hadn't had in years. Usually I get an Oreo blizzard. Uh Uh-huh. An Mm -hmm. Oreo blizzard, like, I feel like maybe that's, like, probably even better than the the hand-smushed one that we just made. Because... Mm, Go on. Well, um, because I love a blizzard. (laughs) And I love Dairy Queen soft serve. And the the Oreos are, are, uh, like, smooshed in on the spot. The thing, so so Ash recently was like, I can't remember where she was, but anyway, there was a, a Dairy Queen nearby, and I was like, ooh, ooh, bring me home a Dairy Queen. <laughs> I mean, I mean, bring me home a blizzard. Um, but, and she brought you a share of Dairy Queen stock. But then, the, but then the friend who she was with, they decided to go get a bite to eat before she came home and anyway so when she got home she took my blizzard which by this point had thawed and put it back in the freezer and it never really properly reconstituted itself it like thawed into weird foam oh yeah and it was a horrible idea and i've had a difficult time getting it out of my mind ever since (laughs) difficult time getting it out of my freezer (laughs) no no because even when you and i went to dairy queen last week in yakima 
Um, I still was like, oh, God, I know what this stuff is like when it melts. It's like weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's weird. It's like weird, like scrubbing bubbles texture. Yeah. However, uh, like commercial, like dryer's ice cream also gets real weird when it melts. Yeah. Stabilizers. Gross. Um, Okay. So I got, when we we went to Dairy Queen, I got the Oreo hot chocolate flavor. Mm -mm. Oreo hot cocoa. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Which uh, there's nothing hot about it, but it seems that the ice cream has maybe like hot cocoa powder Mm -hmm. mixed into it. It was delicious. It was really, really good. I loved my Butterfinger one, but I kind of loved yours more. I don't think I actually want any of that. Okay. How'd you feel about that? Oh, it's very good. Okay. I'll take a tiny bit. (laughs) And what is this one, Matthew? Tell me. This is Ben and Jerry's mint chocolate cookie. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. It's like um, a really good like peppermint oil flavor. Yeah. Mm. Mmm. That's really good. Had you bought that before? Um, I've definitely had it before. Yeah. Um, so, so Matthew, which is your favorite here? Oh, I think my favorite is the hand-smooshed one. Mm-hmm. But that might be cheating. Like, certainly certainly, it's, like, close between the hand-smooshed. I would for real buy this mint one. Oh, yeah. But I, mean, I, feel, it's, like it's it's a whole, I feel like it's, like, a whole different animal, though. Like, it I don't is. think you can really compare it to the cookies and cream. Yeah, thing. I don't actually I So, I don't think Ben & Jerry sells a just cookies and cream in pints. Mm-hmm. Do don't they? they sell sweet cream and cookie? Oh, you're right. Which I don't think is very tasty, actually. Okay. But I don't huh. really like the taste of Ben and Jerry's vanilla ice cream. Yeah, I think I think we tr- we did we taste it on the vanilla ice cream episode. I don't yeah, remember. Maybe. Mm, featuring so featuring good. our friend slash nemesis Dan Pashman from the Sporkful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, so I Matthew, just ate a lot of ice cream. Yeah, it just me too. it just hit me. And also, like when I eat ice cream, I feel like it sort of numbs my mouth muscles, and then I talk weird for the next little while. I uh, wow! <laughs> I'm really glad that we got to the bottom once and for all of, of, of Briar's ice cream. Which is to say, I'm never going to get to the bottom of a carton of Briar's ice cream. It's just not very tasty. Hot take. See what I did there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is a very short episode. No, it's what it, about other cookies and cream flavored things? Like, isn't there like a cookies and cream Kit Kat? There, there is. There's cookies and cream Hershey bar. Which is okay, oh, mm-hmm. but like, I would rather have a Hershey bar that's like milk chocolate with cookie chunks instead of white chocolate. Yeah, um, and and in fact, like that's that was my oh, my all time. Is it white chocolate? Oh, it's meant to be like a glass of milk, sort of like yeah, with cookie I think in so. it. I mean, and you know, it looks like cookies and cream ice cream that's been like pressed into a chocolate yeah, bar I don't form. Feel good sort about of. That. Have you tried? This has nothing to do with cookies and cream. The uh, new Hershey's Gold. No. With uh, like peanuts and pretzels. Oh. It's very good. That sounds great. Yeah. Huh. Okay. What other cookies and cream things? Um, so I know they, they make a cookies and cream Klondike. I'm sure that's good. Yeah. Because well, like like we had did we have the Klondike Oreo sandwich? Have we even done the ice cream sandwich episode yet? I don't think we have. Wait a minute, we still haven't done an ice cream sandwich episode? No, we went ice Where cream we crazy, eat, like, remember? It's it's and Right. Because we did like the non non stick ice cream treats, and yeah. then we did the uh, some mm. other ice cream. Oh, thing. ice cream cones. Ice cream cones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just keep teasing the ice cream sandwich episode possibly okay. forever. I don't think I want any more ice cream this year. 
this year. As we're recording this, it is October 25th. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, that seems about right. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have more ice cream tomorrow. I thought you were going to say, I'm Matthew Amster Burton. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So cookies and cream is your pick when you go to the scoop shop. Yes. Um, mine is like something something where the body of the ice cream is chocolate. But but have you have you ever had a chocolate cookies and cream? Because some ice cream, some scoop shops do that. No, I haven't had that. Because I like that. Well, it would be kind of it would push the same buttons as the Oreo hot cocoa Blizzard. Yes, which is a and great fact, idea. Like when we go to Dairy Queen, sometimes I will ask for like a Blizzard or a peanut butter parfait made with the chocolate soft serve, which uh, wife of the show Lori thinks is not optimal. What and it, she's probably correct. What's a peanut butter parfait? A peanut butter parfait. Pe- oh, peanut butter parfait is one of the. It's it's a perfectly engineered Sunday. Oh, okay. <laughs> New category. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> okay. They uh, you take a you take a cup. You put some hot fudge and peanuts at the bottom. You uh, shwargle on some uh, vanilla did soft serve. Did you just serve. say shwargle? No, I wouldn't say that. No. I did. Um, <laughs> you put on some more hot fudge and peanuts. You shwargle on some more ice cream and then Wait, some I more. Wait, I lost track. I stopped it's paying just, attention. It's just a big stack of vanilla soft serve peanuts and hot fudge. Oh, what's, well, like, what layered, is not Layered so that you never run out of hot fudge. So, but there, there's no peanut butter. There's no peanut butter. It's peanut buster. <laughs> Okay. This sounds great. It is great. Next but time I, we go to Dairy Queen, and it's huge, and no one should eat a whole one, probably. I do think, though, that it should not have chocolate soft serve. I think Lori is, yeah, and as fact, usual, like, Lori is right. I've gotten, I, I've gone back to vanilla. Okay. Okay. But I could go back to chocolate at any time. Okay. I reserve the right. Okay, cool. It's our, it's our uh, recurring segment, I reserve the right. <laughs> With Matthew Amster Burton. Wait, I, feel, I reserve the right to... Yeah, what do you... <laughs> you think about that while I put this ice cream away. Okay. I reserve the right to... I don't know. I've never tried to use the, the phrase, I reserve the right, in a sentence. To, to exercise control over your own body and choices? Yeah, I reserve the right to vote. Okay. Because I've got that right. Yeah, yes. me too. I just did it. I dropped off my ballot. I dropped off my ballot today, too. Hey, by now the, mid- by now the midterms vote. are... High five vote. By now the midterms don't, don't are say it. No, no, no. Don't say over. that. Remember what happened last time we did, we did that on the show? Oh, God, we were so optimistic. <laughs> Do you remember how optimistic we were before the election of 2016? Yes, so maybe, maybe this time we should assume everything was a disaster so ice cream this episode was brought to you by Jules sous vide Jules sous vide is the sous vide device that makes every meal easy from a weeknight dinner to the thanksgiving turkey to get yours visit chefsteps.com slash jewel and use the code spilled milk to get 15 dollars off for a limited time that's chefsteps.com slash j-o-u-l-e code spilled milk Jewel, perfect food every time. You can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SpilledMilkPodcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at SpilledMilkPodcast. Uh, you can find us on all of the best podcasting platforms and some of the worst. Um <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Are you going to start naming names? I'm going to start naming names. Okay. Uh 
No, I can't do it. I already, I already like used up uh, like all the vitriol that I had when I when I took down Briars. You know, I was just thinking of like what would be some dumb names of podcasting platforms, oh, like, like Sound Juice, like Pod Blaster, <laughs> no. Pod Fingers, <laughs> Pod Flanges, Flanges. Wait, Flange. Phalanges. Phalanges. Phalangerers. Wait, um, was that from the stuffing episode? I don't know. <laughs> it, it all, like, all of our episodes run together into, into like, a, a stu- big stuffing. Yeah. <laughs> um, that gets stuffed into your iPod. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, you, do you mean my actual eye? <laughs> The act, yeah, the pod that I was gesturing your, your toward eye. my eyeball. Yes, the 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 uh, my cavity, my yes, eye yes, cavity. Yes, which is which is medically uh, is known as an iPod. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Matthew Amster Burton, and I'm Molly Weisenberg. What are the top five things you've done for poetry? <laughs> Well, do you mean the things that I've done for poetry lately? Ooh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 